Dangerous Kissing Cousins, Pornography and Intimate Partner Violence by Claudio and Pamela Consuegra, read by Sebastian Braxton. Claudio Consuegra, Demon, and Pamela Consuegra, Ph.D., serve as Director and Associate Director, respectively, for Family Ministries, North American Division of Seventh-day Adventists, Columbia, Maryland, United States. Porn is a global, estimated $97 billion industry, with about $12 billion of that coming from the U.S. The consumption of pornography, or porn, in the United States has climbed sharply with the proliferation of the Internet and smartphones. More than 77% of Americans view pornography at least once a month. At least 30% of all Internet traffic is to pornographic websites. What about in the church? 64% of self-identified Christian men and 15% of self-identified Christian women view pornography at least once a month, compared to 65% of non-Christian men and 30% of non-Christian women. 33% of clergy say they have visited a sexually explicit website. Of those who have visited sexually explicit websites, 53% say they have visited the sites a few times in the past year, and 18% said they visited explicit websites between a couple times a month and more than once a week. 21% of youth pastors and 14% of pastors admit they currently struggle with pornography. This is of grave concern because pornography is the very antithesis of Christian conduct. Pornography promises to deliver pleasure, but it disseminates pain. In porn, women are disrespected, coerced, and physically and verbally abused, and that reality is shaping how society thinks and acts. While not all porn portrays physical or verbal violence, even nonviolent porn has been shown to have effects. Much research has confirmed that those who consume even nonviolent porn are more likely to support statements that agree with or even promote abuse and sexual aggression toward women and girls. The most likely explanation is that most porn depicts men as powerful and in charge and women as submissive and obedient. This attitude sets the stage for unequal power dynamics in couple relationships, resulting in slow but sure acceptance of verbal and physical aggression against women. Of greater concern is that porn consumption affects not only men's attitudes toward women, but also their actions. In a large study conducted in 2016, the researchers concluded that, on the average, individuals who consume pornography more frequently are more likely to hold attitudes conducive or favorable to sexual aggression and engage in actual acts of sexual aggression. Porn consumers are more likely to use verbal pressure, drugs, and alcohol to coerce women into sex. And exposure to porn increases having violent fantasies and actually committing violent assaults. The dangerous intersection. The National Center on Sexual Exploitation highlights three ways domestic violence intersects with pornography. Number one, pornography sex expectations of violence and abuse. In a deranged way, pornography acts as a form of sexual education, teaching children, young men, and adult males the lesson that female sexual partners should enjoy physical acts such as hitting, gagging, 
slapping, or non-consensual sex. We've been approached by women and are often asked questions during couples' retreats about certain forms of sex that they were not accustomed to before and that their husbands are now asking for and at times requiring. One woman told us of how her husband demands sex every day, and when she rejects his advances, he basically rapes her. Not surprisingly, research conducted in 2011 is clear that even mainstream pornography use by frequent viewers is associated with greater intent to commit rape. Number two, very often abusers use pornographic videos or nude pictures they have taken themselves of their victims in order to either coerce or punish victims in abusive relationships by threatening to share or actually sharing them online. While the term revenge pornography is not often connected to domestic violence or abusive relationships, these phenomena often overlap. Fortunately, at least 40 states and the District of Columbia have passed laws against non-consensual sharing of videos or nude pictures. Number three, pornography use by domestic abusers can increase the odds of sexual assault. Janet Hinson Shope conducted a study of 271 battered women, in which 30% stated their abusers reportedly used pornography. Shope concluded that the majority of women, 58%, whose abusers used pornography acknowledged that the pornography had affected their abuse. Research found a link between pornography use and marital rape, which is a form of domestic abuse. According to their findings, men who use pornography and go to strip clubs were found to engage in higher rates of sexual abuse, stalking, and marital rape. It is a private matter. Most, if not all, porn consumers will tell you that watching porn is simply a private matter and that it does not hurt anyone. But research shows that porn makes many consumers more likely to support violence against women and believe that women secretly enjoy being raped which leads many to be sexually aggressive in real life. One study found that those with higher exposure to violent porn were six times more likely to have raped someone than did those who had low past exposure. Mary Ann Layden, director of the Sexual Trauma and Psychopathology Program Center at the University of Pennsylvania, stated that 40% of abused women indicated that their partner used violent pornography. She also cited research which found that men who view pornography tend to view their partners as less attractive. It affects negatively the way they see their own spouse because she will never be able to compare or compete with the countless and apparently nearly perfect women they see on the screen. In a world of internet clouds, tablets, computers, and handheld devices, the war against pornography will probably never be completely won. Among all these forces, the church plays a unique role in how women and the weak should be treated and in the proper role of sex within the context of marriage. Men in church may think, in common with other men, that viewing pornography is a private matter. The reality is that even occasional use of pornography affects how they view women, and most important, their relationship with Christ. Breaking up is hard to do. Jeremiah, known as the weeping prophet, declared, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9. Only 9% of churchgoers and 
7% of pastors can identify a program at their church to help those struggling with pornography. So what are we to do? Number one, start the journey to freedom immediately. Break the addiction, yes, addiction, to pornography. The sooner, the better. Breaking up is hard to do, but it is the only way we created a resource to help you get started. You can view it and share it for free. Visit the newfreedomtolove.org website where you will find testimonials, sermons and seminars, and other links and resources that can help you get started on the journey toward freedom from porn addiction. For additional help and resources, you can also visit the gatewaytowholeness.com website. In some cases, you may have to seek professional counseling help. Number two, guard your mind. It's a heart matter. Jesus made it clear that it is a matter of the heart when he said good people do good things because of the good in their hearts. Bad people do bad things because of the evil in their hearts. Your words and actions show what is in your heart. Luke chapter 6, verse 45. Solomon knew that fact well when he wrote, Carefully guard your thoughts because they are the source of true life. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. Instead of feeding your mind with images that distort God's gift of sex and demean his daughters, accept God's invitation. Give me your heart, my son, and let your eyes delight in my ways. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 26. Take these encouraging words and claim them for yourself. The only defense against evil is the indwelling of Christ in the heart through faith in his righteousness. Unless we become vitally connected with God, we can never resist the unhallowed effects of self-love, self-indulgence, and temptation to sin. We may leave off many bad habits. For the time, we may part company with Satan, but without a vital connection with God, through the surrender of ourselves to him, moment by moment, we shall be overcome. Number three, recruit others to help you. The battle for freedom from pornography is not one we can fight alone. Solomon explained it this way. Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 and verse 9. Now more than ever you need the help of others. Begin with your spouse or those closest to you and ask them to help you by being your accountability partners. Loneliness often drives a person to fill that void with porn. While porn and intimate partner violence are dangerous kissing cousins, you do not have to be the instrument in your spouse and others, the hapless victims. It is in your power to make the decision and take the steps necessary, beginning today, to end both of these toxic, poisonous devices of the devil before they destroy others and you. For bibliographical references on this article and for much more content for pastors and church leaders, please visit ministrymagazine.org.